I realized that every trap song that I thought, hmm, I could rock with that, mm. is a Migos song. <laughs> like, all of them. All of their hit songs, I saw a list of it on Instagram or whatever, and I was just like, yeah. It's every single one of their hit songs, I was like, ah, that's one I could fuck with. That's that's a trap song I could fuck with. You know what I'm saying? You found your thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not a I'm not an old head. Honestly, the 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 joint that I just put out, the I forgot what I called it. I'd just be naming them random shit. <laughs> <laughs> only for wavy niggas. The 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 most recent, the only the most recent one. That song is about the fact that, you know, I know people who because of the way that the kind of music that I make. They want me to be that kind of person. Mm. You know, they want me to be the guy who's like, you know, let's go back to the 90s, man. Let's make like soulful hip hop. Just because I make soulful hip hop, yeah. I'm supposed to be the guy who... Front right. And I'm not. Like, I'm, I've, I I dig the new shit. Like, I dig yeah. a lot of the trap shit. Like, a lot of these cats can rap more than people give them credit for. Well, I mean, that's the kind of the best way to be because then you can get influence from the best of the stuff that they don't even give a chance of yeah or give a chance to and take from that and make something that is more your style i like house music yeah but fuck logic though really? <laughs> wow hot take Man, I mean, i'm kidding i'm kidding I, music aside he seems like a cool guy he seems like a nice dude yeah he does you wouldn't hang out with logic probably mm-hmm. i think you'd have a blast with logic i think me and logic are probably like on a very similar wavelength maybe that's why you don't like him. you guys would share outfits maybe we're too similar Exactly. Outfits. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of Seinfeld stuff. Yeah, and sure. he's got a spacesuit. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Yikes. Maybe I need to rethink this whole thing. Have we ever seen Logic and Marco in the same place at the same time? Mm. Mm, you're right. Hmm. His girlfriend's hot, or wife, or whatever she is. <laughs> Significant other. And I think she sings too. I was going to ask, like, is she a celebrity? Yeah, I think she's a, a singer. I don't know. I think she sings or. <clears throat> I think they collaborated on that um, suicide song that he that he has. One eight hundred. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, the suicide prevention hotline. Yeah. No, I don't mean to be rude. I just don't know the number. <laughs> <laughs> Some bullshit. One eight hundred. Like we were whatever. gonna sit here and struggle with it, and I like. There's no reason to sit here and struggle with it. You know. I mean, we could pull up the number right now, <laughs> just so, just in case anybody. That's a good picture. Just in case anybody wants to. Uh, Thank you. That needs to talk to somebody. If you uh, need to talk to someone. I don't want to be the guy who tells you not to talk to somebody. You shouldn't be. No, nah, I won't. They may need to after this uh, episode. <laughs> yeah. Or after Yikes. just listening oh. to this podcast. <sighs> so, ladies and germs, if you couldn't tell, we're back at it like some crack addicts. I used to love when Joels would say that. Um, <clears throat> we didn't record last week, so nobody really noticed the absence well don't say nobody noticed no 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 not the absence of the episodes <laughs> the absence of the drunk sports god ah we noticed hey. we missed you but uh Same. the ah. episode the, the 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 streak wasn't broken so mm-hmm. i don't like breaking the streak yeah no it doesn't feel good Mm-mm. one missing yeah i mean it's always it's a nice it's a fun change of pace but at the end of the day i always look back and i'm always like that episode could have been better with the third person whoever's missing from it yeah that's true. There's something dynamic about three. Mm-hmm. Not just three. Three's this company. three, buddy. Three's company. This three. Well, let's let's get into the biz. Let's get into the biz, guys. This is from the Red Cypress Brewery, a mm. local brewery that we have perused in the past and will continue to peruse because they have delicious beer. They do. This one is the Imperial Kitchen Sink. Death Roll Milk Stout. This one, uh, actually, we no, no, nobody's had this yet, right? Did you even take? You tasted it. I did. I had you one. Tasted, yeah. You tasted it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll save your review for the end. You know the I rules. Will. I will. Um, I like I said, that's the Drunk Sports God. What's up? That's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Death Roll. I'm, I'm Marco Dupa. That's right. Not right now, but I'm wearing hats. I was gonna say what? Yeah, I thought he said we're wearing hats. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, we wear hats. Sure, man. Throw me that one. I'll take the floppy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he he knew it, which one. Give Adam the fez. Thank you. This is the One Baron Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. Surprise. <laughs> 
What's this? 161, right? Don't listen, Adam. Adam's full of fake news. <laughs> Told Ellie how to pour a beer. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That was fun to watch. Absolutely not. That was, that we gave her own. shit. And she goes, that's how Adam told me to pour it. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. She got it wrong. She nope. got it wrong. I I believe her that you left out crucial information. Yeah. Nope. nope. Yeah. You usually. You know, do. maybe she didn't ask enough questions. Okay. Oh, mm. is that she what it is? Ask questions when you're teaching someone something. Yeah. Do you? Um. Excuse me. The the argument was over after I did. <laughs> oh, is that what that was? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Well, you done with that one. Yep. Let's get it. It's gonna be a good night for you. You're going from double IPA to imperial style. Yeah, I had a pre precast beer. Bye. <laughs> He's off to Titty Town by himself. Oh, God damn! <laughs> wow. That hits the back of your throat, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. It really does. There's like a spice in there or something. <laughs> what? What's in this? The cinnamon challenge. <laughs> the cinnamon challenge is in this. Goodness. <gasps> Goodness. So I should, I should kind of preface the episode <clears throat> by saying the Imperial Kitchen Sink is called the Kitchen Sink because it has pretty much everything in it. So everything like what? What does that mean? Uh, everything that they put separately into the death roll. So there's like a uh, the what? The death roll. It's like a series uh, of beers. The name of this is intimidating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Death roll. The death roll. Yeah. Like, like a gator. Um, but yeah. Oh they, yeah. It's it's a. That's what oh, they do. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. They grab onto you and they spin until you're um, dead. But until they're dead, it's traditionally just a milk stout. But they also add uh, a series of different things. So there's one that's I think like a coconut one. There's one infused with, um, I think, I thought I want to say chocolate, mm. uh, chocolate. And then chocolate. Um, there's one that is a coffee one mm-hmm. as well. Uh, you had one of the ones that was just like a single ingredient mm. added. I forget which one was oh. on tap when you went, but. Mm. This one they do at the very end of the series to kind of wrap it all up and put uh-huh. everything they got in it. Gotcha. So, hmm. yeah, I got it because I was like, sounds like a challenge. Interesting concept. So, yeah. That's that, that. That death roll gator thing reminded me. Do you guys follow a page called Nature is Metal? No, no. no but but I, I can it. imagine what it is. On Reddit, I, find, I follow uh, Nature's fucking lit. And what do they do on there? Probably the same thing. Yeah. Sounds is about the same. Probably. It's it's um it's fucking metal. <laughs> it's fucking metal. It really metal. is. It's like just basically um real photos of nature being nature, man. Damn nature, you scary. So I was like fucking uh did you animals on board? <laughs> I did my own. Yeah. <clears throat> just like predators snatching up prey mm-hmm. but it's not you know no cutaways son this is Eesh. gruesome stuff it's yeah. Earth shit. Yeah, yeah it's crazy it's the circle of life but it's it's dope you watch it and you're like oh shit <laughs> but then you like you can't turn away from it we're lucky to be human seriously yeah. seriously that 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 chain of 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 uh you know the, the food chain the, that that the chain, chain of, of food, food. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like uh, something you'd wear fatty <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. Uh, <laughs> so, drunk sports god, you're back in the land of the living. Yeah, Florida, <laughs> the land of the living. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, because yeah. the rest of the world doesn't exist. To us. No, yeah. absolutely not. More like land of the undead. Yeah, because uh, all the old people. Yeah. About to die. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yep. Yeah, I was in Portland. Hey. hey. And yep. it, was, it was it was pretty good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. How how long were you gone? Uh, we got there Thursday, Thursday day. It's three hour difference, so we mm-hmm. landed at four, which is seven o'clock here. So we had a whole afternoon to to explore and nice. Stuff. And then we left uh, Monday morning. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So you had a good five days. Yeah, you had some. Yeah, a good four days. Four days there. Mm-hmm. Four yeah. nights. Fifth day leaving. Yeah. Whatever. You had uh, enough time to really... Yeah, to get a feel. Yeah. Uh, Portland's a great town, man. Yeah? Great town. There's a lot to do. There's, I mean, just, there's just everything you you want is there pretty much. Hmm. Just any kind of interest, there's some hipster niche shop for it. Yeah. And everything is just, you know, just imagine like Mills and Milk District, but it's the whole town. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't eat at one like franchise restaurant. 
no franchise hotels around everything is just like there aren't even like cookie cutter neighborhoods like subdivisions like mm-hmm. this yeah we're like you know they'll have like model homes that kind of repeat yeah, yeah. Not, everything is just like no house looked the same kind hmm. of deal hmm. probably, did you go ahead probably should have taken more pictures of the houses just to get like a feel of what it was like there like in suburban portland right. yeah portlandia mm-hmm. uh what were you gonna ask me i was gonna say uh did you did you did you kind of stay in like the like the city area like <clears throat> the downtown area or did you kind of explore like the the like as much as you could to kind of get a feel for like the city as a whole as opposed to like the places where they kind of funnel people to the cool shit you know what i'm saying think, yeah i don't think like we we airbnb it so two of the four nights we stayed on one side of town mm-hmm. and then the other two nights we moved all the way to the other side of town right so we got we were able to just like um go to local spots for like breakfast or like yeah. lunch talk to people there see what's cool on their side of town and then just go to it afterward like oh that's pretty that's a, that's, that's a good way to do it yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a good talk way. to the locals and yeah. then at night we would always end up downtown either because we were in that we ended up in that area or mm-hmm. you know there's a million coffee shops um went out to the coast one night uh watched the sunset you know it's amazing over there mm-hmm. just the weather like made it, sweet love yeah i wish <laughs> uh, that would have been really cool <laughs> people around <clears throat> no um yeah, I mean it was it's just a great town. Like everything is so much personality. The people are so nice. Yeah. Um I could tell Heather was getting upset cuz I kept getting compliments <laughs> about everything that I was doing. Like yeah. didn't wasn't even trying to like flex or anything. But like we um I borrowed her, her hat, which is now my hat. Cause, <laughs> cause it got so much attention. Um, and we're walking down the street. I got my camera. The Wait, strap. the floppy hat? Not that floppy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> another hat in the closet. Okay. Um, I wore it with this outfit, slick outfit. Like, mm. You liked it. You give me, you give me props for that. I was walking, taking pictures, and like the most flattering moment in like my my photography history so far happens. Mm. Where I just stop in the middle of the street. I take a picture because there's like a tram coming. The 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 Max lines coming. Yeah. Or the Met the Mets coming and I uh I just keep walking this guy on the street stops he goes hey you a professional photographer <laughs> I said oh my god oh my god me? <laughs> little old me and I look at Heather she looks at me and I'm like no I just I take pictures for fun man and then it's one of those moments where like you walk away and I'm like yeah I should have been like yeah should have lied yeah, you want your mm-hmm. headshot homie let me get you I got you man $400 yep could have. I looked like a professional photographer, man. Yeah, there you go, man. Home of the hipster. There you <laughs> go. Man. Yeah, out there looking like a pro. Yeah. That's what's up, man. But uh yeah, it was it was cool. We we did a lot of things downtown. On Saturday we checked out the local market. So it was just full of people, full of dogs. <laughs> it's like I have so many pictures of pups, so I'm gonna put a a folder in my Lightroom of just puppers <laughs> just to go through it and smile when I'm having nice. a, a blue day. Yeah. yeah. Uh but yeah, I got a shit ton of pictures. We went out. We saw. Um, we tried to catch. Uh, it's called Mul- Multnomah Falls, uh, but we couldn't get to it because uh, I don't know if you remember the wildfires that were happening a few months back. Yeah, yeah. They affected everything up pretty much the west coast. So mm-hmm. the soil that was there was like dried out and and burnt. So it wasn't like it wasn't directing the water like it should have. So it was mm-hmm. too dangerous for people to just go there like they normally could have. Yeah. So we couldn't see Multnomah Falls is the largest waterfall in all of, uh, in Oregon. Mm-hmm. But we were able to see, um, a couple other waterfalls. We were able to do a couple trails. We got to a couple scenic views. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it's just, it's an amazing place. It's one of those moments where like you, you put your phone away and you just look off into the distance mm-hmm. being from Florida where it's flat, Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, and you're on a, you're on a mountain. Yeah, and you're overlooking just you know the the view. Like there's yeah. a road down there, and there's mountains off in the distance, and it's it's a beautiful beautiful shot. Like even the pictures I took can't do it like justice. Yeah, like how it, it is actually being there. Yeah, yeah. It's always a shock when you're from Florida and you go anywhere with any elevation. Like it looks almost fake, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you're never used to seeing that. <laughs> That's yeah, cool you, though. You don't realize that. Uh, the uh the scale of everything yeah. until you're in it yeah because we were up on this one point on a on a mountain on a cliff and then like we're leaving and we're driving 
where that cliff is like looking down on and you're looking up and you're like holy shit that's really 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 yeah. up there we yeah. were up there you have no scale as like mm. how far up you are until you see where you were yeah in the in the in the view yes yeah. yeah yeah um <coughs> did you hit a uh, rogue rogue is big one out there right no we didn't actually we didn't actually get to stop at any brewery mm. which i'm not mad at so we stopped by a bunch of bars. That's an Adam thing, anyway. But, yeah, that's an, an Adam thing. Duh. Sorry, it is. I'm not. I'm not fighting you oh, against okay. that. Yeah. All right, all right. It is. You gave a look like, well, fuck me. Oh, yeah. Well, well, excuse me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Heavens to Betsy, <laughs> we're only on a beer podcast. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, no, Rogue uh, was on my list, but there were a couple other things we wanted to hit. Um, Rogue up Betsy. there has their the brewery and the distillery. Yeah, we haven't tried any of their liquors. Right. Yeah. Ever. Uh, I think it's kind of it's, it's a little weird that they make both. Mm. They're pretty pricey too. Do they make wine? No, no. I think so. Mm. It's a distillery, not a vineyard. Mm. Oh. <coughs> um, but um, where was I going with that? Oh, we we hit a lot of bars at night. We would just pretty much bar hop everywhere. Yeah. Um, and every single one of them, super stylized, super like aesthetically pleasing. And every bar just had some sort of charm to it. Like they have a um, sort of what's like a player one or like a joysticks. Joey stick. Joey. Joystick. Joey stick. Joystick. Joey stick. Joy. Joey. Joey. Not Joey. Joey stick. Joey. Don't mess them up. Joy. Joy stick. Joy stick. That's the one here. Girl, but there. Girl, it's girl, called girl, ground girl, control. Girl, 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 girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's called ground control. Uh huh. And um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. They have that. Like you walk in. They got the arcade cabinets. They have a, a ten-player arcade game that spans an entire size of the Damn. room. Damn! Whoa, yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, and then you walk in in the bar area. They have a very like War Games esque like screen there mm-hmm. that is a game that people are playing in real time, just not there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people outside at home on their computers are playing it, huh. and it's on the screen. Hmm. Um, well, I have a picture of the screen. Where are they streaming that from? That's like, probably there their server that it's like a it's war games pretty much Mm because you see like a missile flying through the air and (coughs) it hits an an area in oregon and it shows like the area of effect but it's all very like asteroids graphics Mm, which are basic um but they hold like tournaments there and they hold uh you know like pinball uh, competitions uh all that Hmm. so it's pretty much like a joysticks or player one Mm -hmm. Is it like pretty big? Is it like as big as uh, Player One? It's pretty sizable, yeah. Okay. But what I liked about it most is that they actually had every everything was an arcade game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you saw the picture of um, that old school, old, 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 like when we were kids. They had Area Fifty One. Do you yeah. remember that shitty oh, for, game? Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. They had that garbage ass game, <laughs> and then they had that terrorist game, where it's pretty much Area Fifty One. But with just people in jumpsuits, <laughs> yeah, like a prison break yeah. kind of game. Yeah, yeah that uh-huh. that same guy with live actors and everything. Yeah, they had that game too, and I saw I, I kind of nostalgia a bit. That's cool. <coughs> uh, cool thing about that arcade is it's it's in their Chinatown district, hmm. uh, so it's even the outside is very like styled for mm-hmm. like an Asian theme. Yeah. Uh, what else did we do? We saw the waterfalls. Uh, that. Um, oh, Marco, I told you about Kubo. Yes. And the two strings because we took advantage of, if you don't know, if you, do you have Bank of America? You don't have Bank of America. No. You don't have Bank of America. I don't know. All right. Anybody listening that has Bank of America, I encourage you to go onto their website and check out their Museums on Us program. Because every first week of the month, every first weekend of the month, uh, they will cover your admission into a museum that they're, uh, they're under. Hmm. That's cool. super cool. Yeah. So we went to the Portland Art Museum and... In there, not only did they have their regular exhibits going on, but they had an entire Leica Studios exhibit. So, uh, Coraline, uh, Kubo and the Two Strings, Paranorman. Um, what's another one that they make? Uh, more stop stop motion mm-hmm. films. The The Corpse Bride? Did they do The Corpse Bride? I don't think so, no. Yeah. The only yeah. other one I know is uh, Nightmare for Christmas. Damn, there's one more. I'm, I'm forgetting it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. James um, and the Giant Peach? Nah. Classic. Uh, yeah. It is a classic. Those three, though, are really great movies if people haven't seen them yet. <coughs> yeah. 
So <clears throat> they had actual set pieces from the movie there. They showed mm. oh. the miniatures. Stuff, the miniatures. Yeah. That's cool. They had a whole wall just of like the faces that they would use on each character. So it was, it's it looks it's there's so many faces you lose track of just like the slight differences in the details in the face. Yeah. Uh, but they had that in in Kubo, uh, the giant uh, skeleton monster that holds the sword unbreakable, mm-hmm. yeah, unvulnerable, oh, unbreakable, unbreakable. Um, they had that full scale there, and how big was it? It like two stories. <laughs> no, get the fuck it's out of here. It's a two story. Yeah, it's a two story. Cool. Like the that, little, that is cool. They have the actual uh, Hanzo, the paper figurine. Yeah, they have him there. And he's he's literally like an inch, an <laughs> inch and a half tall. Yeah, and then they have that monster. That's two stories tall. Hmm. So it was really cool to see. Like, yeah. To see that. Scale. I hadn't watched Kubo before that. We actually watched it last night when we got back. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, it was a really great movie. Oh, yeah. it's a great movie. Yeah. Um, we're going to watch Paranorman next. Yeah. Paranorman's great. Yeah, I like love I said, I got, I got really good pictures of all that because they had that the set pieces there. Mm-hmm. So I could take photos and remove or like zoom into the point where like the background wasn't there it looks like i'm in the set piece taking pictures of something mm. so you'll see it the lens i had um for anybody that's into photography it was a canon uh 24 to 70 millimeter 2.8 uh l series lens so it's a really nice lens it's big as fuck and it's heavy as shit but it takes really good pictures it's a macro lens i showed you guys that mm-hmm. that when it when i zoom out the lens actually extends then when it's at its shortest is when it's, as it's furthest zoomed in. Mm-hmm. So because it was a macro lens, I was able to get in very close to these these figurines and take detailed shots that are focused and they look like portraits almost. Yeah. So it was really cool that I did that. Um, I'm glad that I got that lens. I got a lot of experience with just shooting on street photography, nighttime photography. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I got... I can't wait to show you all 1,300 <laughs> photos. Oh, yeah. You got a slide deck for us? <laughs> yeah. Do we huh? get like a week to go through it? Yes. Yeah. What was the last, last thing one. you did? The last thing we did? Um, when was that? Sunday night? We went to, um, we went to a cat cafe. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this local shelter uh, is also a slash is a slash bar slash coffee shop uh-huh you can go in and you pay like 10 bucks you get an hour to hang out inside uh the area where all the cats are mm-hmm. all the cats are up for adoption and uh yeah you just hang out with cats have a drink the friend talk so this is mittens well you brought him back <laughs> no yeah it's like imagine a room like this but mm-hmm. there's cats to fall around and there's just cats hiding everywhere <laughs> and some of them come out and say hi some of them just hide tell you to fuck mm-hmm. off yeah, yeah pretty much you know, cats. Are. oh yeah but that was That's one cool. of the last things we did and then we went to uh what was it called we just checked out more bars at the last the last night because mm-hmm. it was sunday things were closing early yeah we were on the um oh yeah what time does what time does like portland close was it shut down the uh it depends what part of town you're in a lot of the a lot of places don't close uh late but we went to a town on the coast, uh, Cannon Beach, that everything closed at like eight o'clock. Hmm. It's weird. Yeah, lame. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was annoying. Yeah, yeah. everything, the whole shot, the whole town becomes like a ghost town. That's yeah. weird. The only thing that's up is like, or the only thing that's open is like the brewery that's there. Hmm. So we just yeah. drove back into town. Interesting. Went back out. <coughs> um. I know it's going to be probably pretty tough for you to to get this on the fly, but I'm interested in what is your favorite thing that you saw and the worst thing you saw. The worst thing I saw? No, yeah, that's pretty. That's easy. Uh, <laughs> my favorite thing was the waterfalls. Okay. Uh, pretty much because we don't have that here. Yeah. You know, and uh, it was something I was able to to share with someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, Heather hasn't been anywhere but uh, Costa Rica, which I'm sure she she saw waterfalls there at some point, but. Um, just being able to travel with her and see something together was great. Mm-hmm. The worst thing I saw in Portland was the homelessness. Yeah. Mm. Because it is everywhere to the point where the city allows them to just camp Yeah, wherever <laughs> they can. Make camps, yeah. Like, so you'll be driving and you'll see just a small town of tents just mm-hmm. set up. There's like a skid row. 
Yeah. Mm. And it's just homeless people. Like on the last night, that was the other thing that we did. Um, we got a picture out by the um, the White Stag Portland, Oregon sign, mm. which is on the uh, end of their, I forgot what it was called, Burnside Bridge, I think it was. Something with a B. And um, to get to it, you have to pass a homeless shelter. Mm. And so we wanted a nice nighttime uh, sunset shot so that the, or I wanted a nice sunset shot. Uh, <laughs> I'm more me. accurate. Yeah. I'm sure she could care less. <laughs> yep. I wanted a nice shot of it. Um, so we went while the sun was going down and we parked and we uh, just wanted to waste a little bit of time. So we went and grabbed a drink. And then when we left, um, the shelter started to open and was handing out like blankets and food and, and drinks for the mm. night. There was a enormous crowd outside of it to the point where like they were spilling into the streets mm. of all like just a hemisphere of just people trying to get into the door of this this homeless shelter yeah and even when we parked there was a guy you know in the in the the stoop of the store that we're about to like walk up walk past who's trying to sleep you know mm. and it's they are the homeless people are literally everywhere yeah and you know it takes it's sad to see it, that you know people are living like that that the homeless problem is such a so big there mm-hmm. and it also takes away from you know the beauty of the town as well because we yeah. were having a great great afternoon one day and you know we're walking down the street we're trying to get back to our car and um you know we see a group of homeless people and one of them just like walks into the middle of the sidewalk and heather has a bag of like books in her hand and one of the homeless people stops her and goes excuse me excuse me, you're not going anywhere with my son excuse me and it makes you wonder like what happened to this person yeah. oh. like Damn. Yeah, like Heather had this very like um like heartfelt like reality of us. like you were reality once, check. you were once a baby. Right. You know, how did you what happened? How did you get here? That you would end up here. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean that that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize, especially in California and the, you know, the, I'm sure all along the Pacific Northwest is that there's a lot of homelessness and on top of that, like a lot of the um you know, sanatoriums and a lot of the places that people get help at closed and just let these people into the streets. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of people in prisons now that should be getting professional help. There's a lot of people on the streets that are, you know, just walking around begging for money um, that should be getting professional help, but they can't because there's nowhere to go. Yeah. Because it costs money to get help now. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, that's, that's, that's always tough. So, yeah, that was the worst thing I saw in Portland. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. But aside from that, it's a great trip. I'm not going to knock the city for it. You know, mm-hmm. we all, every city has homeless homelessness. Yeah. Theirs is just really bad because everybody keeps moving there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but, yeah, no, it's a great town. Uh, and starting in, like, June to August, uh, there's an airline that's going to start flying direct hmm. from Orlando to Portland. So maybe we can go back. Mm. Nice. I'm I'm surprised yeah. they don't do that already. Yeah, it's it's kind of stinky. What are they? Uh, what's the uh, stop off point? Uh, we saw we flew southwest uh, on the way there. We stopped at St. Louis. Okay. And on the way back, we stopped in Kansas City. Mm. Ugh. Stop in the Midwest and then hop over. Yep. Gross. So it wasn't horrible. It wasn't a bad flight. You know, I, I like Southwest because they don't do that whole like. Uh, if you are a loyalty member, you can get on for free or first. Yeah. First mm. class. I hate when people uh, <clears throat> they start boarding and then everybody just lines up at the door and they tell them repeatedly like look go sit down we're getting on the same flight it's, guys it's seats in sections it's, it's you okay. have an assigned seat your seats, oh, yeah, your seats just safe. fucking sit down that's a different thing uh, about Southwest like there's no assigned seating well like, see that's why I guess you would line up the first the time you check in is sort of like your position so you can check in 24 hours before the flight so yeah if you check in at 23 hours and 59 minutes until you're going to get a good spot in line as opposed to the guy that clock that checks in six hours before his flight mm. right well yeah okay so even still they still assign the seats according to when you checked in no assigned seats just when you get on the plane so you just kind of file in yeah you, you okay well still so okay not if assigned seats but like, still no reason to line up because still, you're yeah, not right. getting on the plane still until no they call. You have a position. Yeah. yeah. Assigned position. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So still no reason. Yeah. Assigned seats, I don't get it. I used to, like, when I was traveling, just, uh, like, I, I didn't want to wait in line. So, like, everybody would board. I'd be the last person on. Yeah. Because I had a seat. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I, I never sweat that. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't matter. Are you guys more window seat guys or aisle? I'm I always take the window guy. seat. Yeah. I, I mean, usually do that too. But I head up against something to sleep. Yeah. I, I like looking. Out I like looking out the window. Now the thing is with like you know transatlantic travel where it's like nine hours, you end up wanting to get up eventually. Obviously. Mm-hmm. So I found that I actually like the aisle seat a little bit better for those. Mm. Just because uh, then I don't have to worry about waking up the dude next to me and the dude next to him. Well, like, no offense to those two dudes, but fuck them both. <laughs> okay. If I got to take a piss, they're yeah. waking up. Yeah, I guess so. True. It just See, I'm a considerate is. person. No, yeah. you're a non-confrontational person. There it is. I'll fight you right now. <laughs> Look, hey, I'm non-confrontational also. I just think that like I'm a half a step more confrontational than you are. Yeah, probably. Now, I mean, obviously, <laughs> if you got to stand up, you got to stand up. But my, my main idea is that, like, if you're on the aisle seat, you have kind of more room most of the time. You can leave your elbow out there. You're good to go. Yeah, you throw the leg so out there a little bit. On the way back, um, I went to the bathroom, and I don't know if she's listening, but Heather dropped the ball and forgot to get in line to board. Mm. So we both got middle seats oh, no. separate oh. from each other. Mm. Now, when you get the middle seat, you don't get the window. You don't get the extra space. Right. The benefit of the middle seat is you get both the armrests. Mm. See, so some people know that. So yeah. they'll, they'll, you know, depending what side, they'll move their arm. Right. And just let that person be comfortable. Yeah. I sat between two old women who did not know that. Uh, <laughs> so they had their... Their saggy... Old, gross... Jowly arms. <laughs> warty, <laughs> jelly, liver spotted... Ageists, arms. <laughs> I, I think I became claustrophobic on that. Flight. Oh, for God, yeah. And oh. she kept, she kept, uh, 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 uh. Oh, yeah. Have you noticed he's been coughing too? Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. run this play, this uh, podcast back. Mm-hmm. You hear a couple of coughs. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you hear it? <coughs> <that? coughs> <coughs> oh boy. <coughs> I'm coughing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's good. good. You had a good, good trip. Yeah, yeah. sounds like a great trip. <laughs> sounds like a really good time. Yeah, no, yeah so that's sure. good. Definitely yeah. want to go back. There was a bartender that you would fall in love with immediately. Yeah. Yep. How hot was he? <laughs> <laughs> what they do is. Oh, we went to speaking. Did of, you take a picture of her? I asked her for a portrait, and she said no because she feel uncomfortable. Mm. Oh, that's fine. That's understandable. All right, we'll we'll go back. We'll go back <laughs> just for her. <laughs> yes, for her. <laughs> No, um, that wouldn't make her uncomfortable at all. She was a uh, yeah. I think what would have sold it for you was that she was she fit the aesthetic of the bar just perfectly. Mm. Like I could not imagine anyone any other bartender but her being there. Yeah, yeah. I picture you at a Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> she matched everything, she was bro. Super fucking smart, bro. Crazy, <laughs> very smart. <laughs> No, yeah. I even well, I was like, well, you tell me these things, and it's not like I can do anything about it. Yeah. Whatever. Thanks. Hey, when she, talked about, <laughs> she talked about her. She didn't say boyfriend. She said my guy. Mm. So you still got a shot. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. If she's from New York, she throws that around like anything. Right? My What's guy. up, my guy? This is my guy. Yo, Yo what up, ass? my guy? This is my guy. <laughs> Facts B. <laughs> That's cool, man. Uh,. This is slightly off topic, but on topic. But when you were talking about um, Kubo and and that, what's the studio name? Leica. Leica. Leica Studio. L A I K A. I was thinking, like, what if you sat down and you made a stop motion film, and then it sucked? Um, Can you imagine the amount of time it takes to put into? Yeah. Uh, we watched a lot of Parks and Rec while we were on the plane. Yeah. Uh, oh, just, there's the scene. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Where, where Ben makes a stop motion clay figure. He, does, he puts three weeks of work into it Jesus. for a three second video. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the doll just gets out of bed <laughs> and then he stops. He loses his mind. He goes, Oh my God, that was three weeks of work. <laughs> I didn't know it was that short. It's but that's, true. No, that's, but that's how exactly it is. It. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you make a stop motion film, it takes forever just uh, to get one scene. Yeah, and let's say you you didn't write a really good movie, right? Like, man, I mean, so what? I, the point I'm getting at basically is <laughs> every stop motion film. First, uh, two points. First, 
it deserves recognition for just being a stop motion yeah, film for the That's effort hard alone. Fun. Yeah. And then second, I mean, you know, the good ones are really fucking good. It's a big gamble. Yeah. Because yeah. you're taking a, lot, a lot huge of time, a lot risk. of energy, a lot of money. I'm sure is put into that. Yeah. Fuck. Lots so, of artists. Yeah. Because I mean, the good ones are really good too. I mean, Kubo's a, a yeah, excellent Kubo's film. Great, great movie. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is one of my favorite movies ever. Yep. Uh, Coraline's really good too. That's what Coraline. I, I um, I've seen Coraline. I just don't remember it. Yeah. yeah. It's written by Neil Gaiman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I know there's one more that I'm forgetting from uh, Leica Studios. Mm. Well, we can look it up. Like right now. It. Yeah. Like literally. Um, but yes, uh, another side sidebar. Side sidebar. Uh, so, we were watching Parks and Rack on the way to Portland, mm-hmm. and we. We watched the episode, it's like season four, where Leslie Nope is about to announce that she's running for council. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody, so Ron, April, Tom, everybody like, drops the ball. They come up short on everything. Yeah. So Tom buys the red carpet and he <laughs> he doesn't buy enough. So when she goes to announce it, they're in the middle of like a skating rink, yeah. like mm-hmm. a hockey game. Yeah. And the, the carpet <clears throat> stops halfway. <laughs> so they have to like slowly walk out to the podium that Ron didn't build stairs for because they didn't no. have enough money for it. But the whole time this is happening, uh, Gloria Stefan's Get On Your Feet is playing over and over <laughs> yeah. and over. So that that scene was so funny on the plane that that's how we started each day. In Portland, Portland. You played that song. <laughs> we would play "Get on Your Feet," mm. and now it's just this running joke that we just play it and annoy the shit out of each it should other. Should be your alarm. So I'm smiling, but I've been playing Gloria Stefan nonstop in my head for like a week now, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna put it on my soundboard for PUBG. There you go. <laughs> Get on your feet. <laughs> That's a good scene too. Um, okay, I mean, so uh, like a Studios, yeah. Uh, according to Google, uh, has made Kubo and the Two Strings, Coraline, Paranorman, The Box Trolls. That's what it was. And Box Corpse Bride. Oh, Corpse Bride is right. Yeah, yep. you're right. And then oh. uh, uh, there's, like, I guess, a smaller film, Moon Girl, Dinosaur is a fun-filled something, and a Moonwalker movie? Nah, never heard of those. Um, but anyway, yeah, those were the big ones. Indie films, I guess. Yeah. Has anybody seen Paranorman? Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right my alley. Love it. Looks cool. I like after seeing like the little figurines, I was like, "This looks like a pretty cool movie." It was a really cool movie. Yeah, highly recommend it. All right, all right. I fuck with it. Underappreciated. Yeah, a lot, I feel like a lot of these movies, like Kubo. Kubo didn't get any play in theaters. Like nobody went to see it. All it I was, heard was like people telling me, "Like, oh, it's a really good, yeah, it's a really good movie." Critically acclaimed. Yeah. I, I think it's it's sort of like a cult classic at like nowadays because people that who saw it really like it. Yeah, you it's blink do it now <laughs> it's a surprisingly good movie yeah. like i thought it was gonna be good but now i watched it i'm like this is like great really fun yeah this yeah. is way better than i thought it was gonna be i was hoping it was gonna be good but i kind of thought like the the voice choices like matthew mcconaughey i don't i didn't like at first i was like they're gonna pick him mm-hmm. yeah and then it, it kind of fit in with his character it, it yeah. works because of the personality of the character very a dad like character throughout yeah. the film and oh, you're like yeah, you're that right. works gotcha. but I see what you're saying though it, it does throw you off where you're like really? because he has a bit of a twang yeah and yeah. you're like this guy this is with the rest like, of the aesthetic of this yeah the, like everything is like Asian centric yeah. yeah and then Matthew McConaughey well the way <laughs> that I always looked at it well the way that I looked at it when I saw the film was like it was like a, a an interracial couple <laughs> and he was like <laughs> just this really really cool country white Beetle. dude Beetle, <laughs> a beetle, right? yeah. Who, uh, yeah, beetle man, yeah. So, go ahead. You, you, did you have something? No, no, no. Speaking of films, we have and have not seen the Oscars. Yeah, they mm. just rolled through town, baby. Yep. Did anybody see? I know. Okay, we saw. I know you saw Shape of Water. Yep. Ob, you saw Shape of Water. Yep. Okay, let's think. What else? There we was... all saw Get Out. Yeah. yeah. There was four billboards, right? Four or three, three billboards. Three, three billboards. billboards. Uh, the the significant films. This is three billboards. Um, uh, Dunkirk. Lady, Lady Bird. Saw Dunkirk. Didn't see Lady Bird. Yeah. Um. 
this is going to be an exercise Get on in your attrition. Feet. Yeah. It's probably a good stuck, idea. Stuck in my head now. <laughs> anyway, I mean, all in all, let's let's the, the show itself. Um you know, I get what they were going for with the Me Too movement and inclusion and representation and all that stuff. But when it really came down to proving something, mm-hmm. they kind of stuck with their guns. Like it didn't really, I mean, the big, the craziest thing that happened was Jordan Peele. Congratulations. He won best original screenplay. Yes, he deserves it because I thought it was good. But like, think about it. Gary Oldman won best actor. Yeah. A Spanish dude, Guillermo del Toro, he won best director. So it's either Spanish dudes or white dudes are going to win that award. I don't feel like there's been many Hispanic people. Well, it's him and then the guy who made uh, Birdman. He won two years in a row. He, uh, he made Birdman and he made uh, the Leo movie. Which Leo movie? The the big one, man. Revenant. Or, oh, yeah, the Revenant. Revenant yeah. Uh, Inuritu, was it? I think that's his name. I never know how to say his name, so or I don't even try. I, I, just, <laughs> I saw a picture of uh, Guillermo del Toro and two other directors who've won Academy Awards that are, I think, either Spanish or Mexican. Yeah. And, uh, Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárritu. Very yeah, good. He, Thank you. Very good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Birdman and uh, Revenant. Yeah, so he's him, Guillermo oh, del Toro. That's the picture I was talking about. And then, <laughs> and then the rest of them have been white dudes. Oh yeah, they're all all uh, three of them are Mexican. Uh, Alfonso Cuarón. What did he right. do? Um, he, for me, is famous for doing the um, Clive Owen movie, the sci-fi. Children, children of men. Mm, yeah, okay, but uh, I think he won for Gravity. Best director. Uh, Gravity. Yeah, for Gravity. Gravity won the movie where Sandra Bullock fucks everything up for it, an hour and a half. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Look it up. So. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, Alfonso Cuaron. So yeah, I mean when you, like here's the thing. I don't have any problem with with Spanish if, people. No, <laughs> not that. But I'm saying like if, y'all. if we had an entire Oscars where just all white people won, I wouldn't have a problem with that so long as the those the people who won deserve to win. That's what this is all about. That's what a that's you give an award to a person who deserves it the most, right? Yeah. So they they oh he he did a Utu Mama, mama también? también yes I've seen that yeah better. that was his, <laughs> I think that was his first like big breakout indie film uh, Children of Men like we said he didn't do Pan's Labyrinth but he probably I like produced probably it or produced something it, yeah I think he d- actually did direct uh, Harry Potter and uh, Prisoner, Prisoner of Azkaban. Azkaban that's like the best one in my yeah opinion. yeah yeah that's a that's one of my favorites and then Gravity like yeah. I was saying. Anyway, the point that I'm trying to make here is, oh yeah, Academy Award for Best Actor. There it is, right there. Yeah. So anyway, the point the point that I'm making is, they they're doing like the Academy and this whole presentation was just like a farce, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like they tried so hard to get everybody to get on train with the Me Too stuff and and inclusion and representation, which, for the record, I'm all about. But at the end of the day, it didn't really make a difference. Lady Bird didn't get any love. Mm-hmm. Call Me By Your Name didn't get any love. Get Out won one award. I thought I thought Call Me By Your Name got something. No. Nothing? No. Best Actor was Gary Oldman. Best Actress was Frances McDormand. Best Director and Best Movie were Guillermo del Toro. Uh, trying to think. Didn't win, a, didn't win Adapted. I, actually, I don't know who won Adapted. Wait, they're making a sequel to that movie? How That's do you make of... a sequel to a, to a dramedy? Call Me By Your Name again. call me again i don't i don't get that i don't get that i guess we gotta see the movie to really know yeah yeah anyway yeah the the movies that were outside of the 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 norm for instance like last year they did it really big with moonlight mahershala won and moonlight won best movie and all that stuff they were like okay there you go niggas you got that (laughs) now let's go back to the status quo basically which again i'm not against because gary oldman Give us our show back. <laughs> right. Thank you. If you look at like the trailer and all the and some of the scenes that have come out, because I haven't seen Darkest Hour because it looks boring as fuck. No offense. <laughs> it just looks boring as fuck. It yeah. does. Yeah. It just looks like a boring fucking movie. 
I don't know what that is. The Darkest Darkest Hour is the movie about Winston Batman? Churchill that well uh, with in Gary the Oldman. same universe. Gary Oldman. Oh. Gary six, Oldman. Six degrees of separation there. He plays Winston Churchill, and they say he basically disappears into the role. He put on a fat suit. He smokes cigar, like real Cuban cigars for the entirety of filming the what movie. A hard life to do. Like, that, that's really right. Dedicated. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Still dedicated. Really put himself through it. I mean, he smoked so much that he got tobacco poisoning filming the scenes. He was smoking real. Cubans, which again, I mean, he's smoking Cubans, but basically, it's the dedication I mean, to the role. <laughs> Just go ahead. No, I'm not gonna make that now. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, do it. That's no, no, over. Okay. Well, he won Best Actor. Best Supporting went to Sam Rockwell. No, yeah, Sam Rockwell. Um, I don't know who won Best Supporting Actress. I know who Best Supporting Actor Actress was. Uh, Francis McDormand for Three Billboards. Like a lot, like the stuff that won was just a bunch of bunch of Oscar bait. And I'm like, yeah. I didn't even watch the thing. I just looked like most I made a bunch of predictions to a friend of mine and I was right on almost all of them without having seen any of the movies. Just because it was so fucking easy this year. Mm-hmm. You know? And this year being Easy mode, try harder Oscar. Basically, basically. <laughs> Cause this year was the year where like, you know, the Harvey Weinstein stuff and like Me Too and inclusion, representation and yeah. all this. Well, I, I mean it, it's funny you say that because at the same time, uh, Emma Stone was kind of criticized for her kind of introductory speech uh, for the Best Director nomination because she was up there presenting. Yeah, what'd she say? Uh, let's let's pull up the quote here. Um, she said, uh, "These four men and Greta Gerwig created their own masterpieces this year." What's what's wrong with that? People were upset at that because part of those men, two of them, were minorities. So what? She's supposed to say the two white dudes, the one Spanish guy, and the two black guys, and then Greta Gerwig. Like, <laughs> what was she supposed to do? It was four dudes and one woman. Yeah. Well, people are upset at that because they're saying it's not exactly the same as when Natalie Portman said all male nominees for Best Director at the Golden Globes, which is what I think she was going for. What? No, no, no! I'm not giving. Wait, I'm wait. not giving the culture are we, that. We splitting hairs that thin now. Yeah, yeah, we are. We, we, are. we really are. We're just we're looking for stuff. Yes, to be yes, we are. That's okay. what we're doing. Yeah, because, because I'm not giving them that one. Yeah, Emma, Emma Stone. Emma Stone is an angel that can do no wrong. Yeah, true. Okay. Exactly. City of stars. Yeah. Yes. So don't don't even start. Are they shining just mm-hmm. for me? Mm-hmm. Right. Leave her alone. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm, I will not. I am not here for no Emma Stone slander, son. Not one word. People were mad basically because <laughs> hashtag Emma too. Her, her what? Her her comment was supposed to be about inclusiveness, inclusivity. Yeah. Excuse me, and um, there were two male directors that were supposedly inclusive. Yeah, well, into that conversation, she didn't win. So not Emma Stone, but uh. uh Greta Gerwig, yeah. she didn't win. That and, other bitch, and a lot of people, <laughs> for the record, thought that she should have won for mm. uh, Lady, Lady Bird. Bird. They yeah. thought it was a like thought they thought the direction of the film, the writing of the film, like they thought that she deserved to win. So you know, there's that. I haven't seen the movie. I can't speak on it. Yeah, I've only heard good things about. It. What? When are we gonna actually sit down and watch all the movies for Best Picture? We're not next year. I'm not. Depends. It depends on what gets nominated. You know, a lot of these films are kind uh, of hard to see don't sometimes, Don't say what, what gets nominated. We either dedicate now or don't. Okay. All right, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, I'm down. I'll do it. Right. Of course. I will watch movies every day if I need to. I will <laughs> take time off work uh-huh. to do this. Okay. Because this is a cool thing. I'll yeah. do it. Not many people do things like this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're at, you you talk to your coworkers and you're like, yeah, me and my friends sat down and watched every single best picture film that yeah. was nominated how many people you heard say that no one does no that one anymore ever. professionals that's it yeah and you know what we are professionals professionals you're fucking right. right thank yeah. you one real in represent coming back what? soon what should we, should we tell him about the idea oh you haven't told him Me? i haven't told him about the idea yeah, yeah. i haven't I, i've only <laughs> seen this guy this evening oh uh, oh you just is, wait the idea is you're fired yeah <laughs> <laughs> goodbye i thought you Goodbye. got back fucking monday yeah, this guy goes to bed at like 11.30. Yeah. Mm. 11.15. Oh, wait, you come back and then you went back to work? Yeah, I went back to work the next day. Ugh. That yeah, was gross. You didn't give yourself a time to like fucking, I always Normalize. schedule like got normalized. one day. I got scheduled 
in the morning Ugh. the day after. I had to switch. Mm. Man. Hell no. All right, go ahead and tell them. All right, so I have this idea. Wait, should we even talk about it on the podcast, or should we just talk about it off and then do it? Well, if we talk about it on the podcast, it gives them pressure to actually go along with it. So. <laughs> The I don't idea. Think so. I think you don't know him as <laughs> well as you think you do. <laughs> Just giving him a reason to be a dick about it. Okay. Well, it actually also gives us copyright claim because it's actually actually on recorded media. Mm, so even claim. if we don't go with it, nobody else can. <clears throat> Here it is. In a previous episode, uh, actually the one I was Previously. editing not too long ago, on the one beer podcast, uh, one fifty nine, uh-huh. uh, we had the trailer trash trailer episode. Trash. Uh, we watched the trailer for. Mission Impossible 6, which is Fallout. Um, We talked about it a lot, and we all agreed that, like, Mission Impossible 2 is a lot of fun. We vaguely remember Mission Impossible 1. Don't really remember any of them after 3, really. I thought it might be a cool idea to have a series of sort of, like, retrospective reviews of all of the Mission Impossible series. We would name it Mission Impossible Brew. And we would watch each of them up until the premiere of number six. Do we have to watch number six? <laughs> yes, I mean, we do. We'd have to complete that. Absolutely whole thing. need to complete it. That's the entire impetus of this this idea. Let's fucking do it. Okay. Alright. Are we gonna fucking do it? Or are yeah. you just saying we're gonna do it? I'm down to do it. You know, if we are if we're able to record these a little bit earlier, like, you know, when we get out everybody's around we can actually watch them after the podcast and like take notes and then record the next week on the movie after after we collect our thoughts on it i want to be the guy to call you out here but uh he was here and i was here and you you know you're always at like the gym and shit and i can skip gym day (laughs) i can i can do it another day instead To make that work, <clears throat> come straight home after work. Do you go? You go to Planet Fitness, LA mm-hmm. Fitness, Planet Fitness. Yeah, you know what you should do. Mm. Wake up early. Go yeah. to the gym in the morning. I've heard that too. You should do that. Honestly, like off subject, it would be better. I just don't think I give myself enough time in the morning to do that. Give yourself more time. Day. Yeah. You yeah, get I, that energy boost. I get yeah. that. You're ready to rock. I used to do that for a little bit. Yeah. Like, uh, what did I do? <laughs> Trail I did. Shit, what did I do? I don't know. What I think when I was doing. traveling, before I had to go in, mm. I'd wake up, hit the gym, mm-hmm. just run, just run, nothing yeah. serious. Yeah, and that just jump starts your metabolism. Dude, mm-hmm. I felt great all yeah. day long. Yeah. yeah, if you just like in yeah. the morning do like forty five minutes of cardio, and then Monday, Wednesday, Friday lift weights, mm-hmm. but every day of the week you do that in the morning. Son, the pounds are gonna fall off of you, and you're gonna feel fantastic. I got a coworker one who does that every morning, and and he's he, a little dude. He's a little dude. He's you know he's got some muscle on him. I'm not saying he's, I'm not you know Juan. If you're listening, I'm not saying anything. I'll, I'll fuck you up, Juan. What are you <laughs> What are you gonna do, son? <laughs> Fight him. Nah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just kidding. The guy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nah, he's a cool guy. He man. hates his he's good. He's a good dude. Um, but yeah, no, no. Um, I'm talking about Marco. Marco hates his oh. people. Yeah, yeah, not Juan. Not Juan. Juan clearly. Um, well, he, he could. There could be some self hate going I on. I guess so. You never know. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, he he's been constantly trying to motivate Sometimes me. I'm ashamed of my people. Uh, uh, yikes. Anyway, uh, go on. He's go Juan. Go um, Juan. He's <laughs> been trying to uh, motivate me to get up in the morning to do that because he says the same thing. He's like, "Man, I wake up early, I get out of the way, and the rest of my day is you know cake yeah, essentially." Man. Like I don't. He's like, I don't even have to have coffee in the morning after I work out. No, seriously, it does. Yeah. Those endorphins get released. Get you going. Yeah. You really well, maybe could. I'll try just at, like starting Give with like, running around the block or something in the morning. Do a little more than you. that. I know, I know how to get you up. I know how to get you uh, I don't really want. I'm going to lock my door. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to get you up in the morning. I'm always up in the morning, baby. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. that's my idea for Mission Impossible Brew. So. Mission Impossible Brew. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it. How many seconds did you spend on thinking of that? This many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Ten. And Marco held up two. Yep. Okay. Twelve. <clears throat> um, going back a little bit, did, did did you guys watch the Oscars at all? Did you watch any of the production? It was like a four-hour show. This weekend? Yeah. Why would I watch that? Absolutely not. I was not. gone, bro. Well, I don't know if you, like, you know, at, at night you guys are, like, hanging out. I like, was with the, my long-distance girlfriend. Huh? I watched more of the Olympics. Bro, mm. there's a bar. Okay, it's called uh, the Over Easy. 
It's a breakfast okay. bar. Okay. So it opens up early. <laughs> and they, like, it's a bar bar. Not like a breakfast brunch joint. Uh-huh. It's a bar. Mm-hmm. Huh. But they also, they make breakfast there. They're not open at night. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. It sounds wonderful. Yeah. The people there are very... Alcoholic. Alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be... Your life gotta be in shambles. It's 11 a.m. and you're asking for Wild Turkey 101. <laughs> Oy! Yeah. That's... Yeah. Yeah. I used to what work, do you do with the rest of your day? Sleep? sleep or I, drink more? Yeah. I worked at... When I worked at Publix... Uh, there was this dude that we all knew his name and we nicknamed him Steely Dan. I remember the <laughs> Steely Dan would come in every day, almost every hour on the dots. Yeah. Yeah. And he'd get the same natty steel ice. Reserve? Yo, steel, steel reserve. reserve. Yes, that's, that's why, why he was Steely, Steely Dan. Dan. Steel yep. reserve yeah. every day. And I watched this guy. Those silver cans. I watched this guy for months just just get in worse shape. Oh, and just start looking more and more like an alcoholic. Falling apart. Yeah. Have you ever had Steel Reserve? No. Because it's because of Steely Dan, I I didn't. It is. I haven't drink uh, dr- had it to drink. Awful. Yeah. Terrible. Like probably the worst beer I've ever had. It's, uh, it's my week next week, right? Mm. <sighs> Please don't. Mm. Yeah. Please you reserve don't. yourselves mm. for some steel. Why yeah. would you do this? Should we do one day where we we did we did like low beer? You guys have done. Troll I'm, I'm sorry. Um, low tier beer. Yeah, we've yeah, done you guys the low have tier ones before. Adam yeah. brought that Miller Ace garbage. Yeah, it was not. No, no, bad. no. It wasn't Miller. It was Miller. Uh, platinum. No, no, no. no that's no, no. Bud Light. It was, it was like Ace. It was it, Miller. Uh, it wasn't Spade. Ace. Spade. Some shit. Blacks. It's like yeah. Nah, y'all niggas garbage don't is something. What it was. Yeah. They don't even sell it anymore. I wonder what. I didn't do a troll beer. Did I do a troll beer? Have I done a troll beer? I could have. I mean, talk about it. Not outside my personality to do a troll beer. But not still reserved, man. No, I won't we'll be done with this and do like a, have like a headache when we're done. Yeah. Or or fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> like I'll, I'll drink it. I don't or care. just do it, whatever. Got a sore throat after this. Yeah, yeah. This shit, this shit right here, this shit right here, this shit, this fucking imperial kitchen sink, this shit, this death roll. Say no joke from Red Cypress. Ain't no joke. Red Cypress is my shit, though. Yes. Red Cypress is Red Cypress is Red Cypress is my shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, 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 okay. okay. Yep. It tastes really good. Just like that aftertaste. That aftertaste. Are, are we going to review now? Is that what we're doing? Did you have something else? To- no, I'm just wondering. We yes. were we were like smoothly segueing into it that until you fucking, fucking crashed into it like a bull in a china shop. No, because we usually go, "What do you think? What do you think? What do you think?" So I want to make sure that we're actually getting into it before we spoil it for everybody. Mm. This is this is the guy before he has sex with someone goes, "Are you sure you want to?" <laughs> hey, you gotta we, nowadays. Are we hey, doing this? Yeah, I, I mean, you right. gotta, you gotta, you gotta. Probably does it every time. You're every welcome. Time. Are you sure we're doing this, honey? And she's like, we've, we've been, been together dating for, for three years. years. Why do you keep asking me? Put it inside me. <laughs> no. It's the wrong hole, Adam. <laughs> it's my armpit, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> it's the back of my knees, Adam. <laughs> it's dark in here. <laughs> hole the hole. Why are you in such a weird position anyway? She's <laughs> doing yoga. Jesus. <laughs> I'm outside. <laughs> what is this? It's your this? own knee, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> it's my sheets. That's right, baby. It's bunched up like a dog. Not the couch again. No. Oh. Now we've got to throw the whole thing out. You stained it again. <laughs> you stained it again. <laughs> anyway, that aftertaste. Yeah, yeah, that aftertaste. Um, let's reel this back in. It gets yeah. right back in the back of your throat. Yeah, it hits you right in the back of the throat. Mm-hmm. It's it's offensive. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Every it, time. It's like spicy. Every time. Yeah. yeah. Every single sip is like. I, I honestly, I wonder what that is. Like, what is that flavor? What is that? That'd be like ginger, cinnamon, nutmeg, all those things. Yeah, yeah. probably. It has to be. It has to be. Because it, it's it's a very, it's a, yeah, very spicy kick in the back of your throat. Very uh, holiday-ish. It tastes like the holidays back there. Yeah. 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 Kind of yeah, like all spice. but too much. It's like somebody made something. And you're like, ah, you put a little bit of too whatever that is that. in it. Yeah, it's like it's uh, cinnamon, ginger, allspice, mm-hmm. also ghost peppers. Yeah, <laughs> just back there, just just yeah. hitting you in yeah. the back of the throat. 
Yeah. I mean, it's not spicy like in the front of your palate, though. It's, it's I really, definitely. In the back. I really like the way it tastes in the beginning. Yes. I don't like the way it tastes in the end. Yes. Right. Which is going to be what I was going to say is I, uh, I, I feel like they're better off doing the single flavor yeah. versions of these. Because mm-hmm. the one that you had, Marco, I remember that one was delicious. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I I, I want to say it was either the coconut or the coffee. I'm pretty sure it was coconut. Okay, the coconut. It, it was, it was the coconut because I remember thinking that and thinking you don't like coconut. And I said, <laughs> oh wait, you don't like coconut flakes. Like, yeah, yeah. Yes. So it was the coconut that you had, and that was delicious. That tasted really, really good. Because um, they make imperial versions of that without all of this stuff in it. Yeah. So I got this kind of more out of morbid curiosity than anything else because I I thought. Kitchen sink makes it makes me feel like they didn't think about what they put in it. They just kind of threw everything in it. So, lo and behold, I feel like it's too much. So, how do you personally. score something like this, wherein it tastes great going in, but when it hits the back of your throat, you're like, "Wait a minute!" You have to take that in consideration. I know, but how many bottle caps do you take That's off? Up to you, man. Okay. Don't don't choice. say anything. Don't say anything. Let me get my score in my head first. Okay. <clears throat> I don't want to base it off of you guys' scores, but no. Ask around. No, he said he doesn't want to base it. Off. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Oh, so so I don't want to hear you do it first. first. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <sighs> I mean, it's really like okay. All right, here's the score: three and a half, because the the initial taste is a five in my opinion right yeah but that aftertaste like i can't drink another one of these yeah and the only reason i finished it was so that we could do the podcast (laughs) like (laughs) if you had just given it to me to taste i'd be like wow no (laughs) i can't finish that right like i can't that's difficult to finish yeah and that's unfortunate because it tastes good going in right i agree so i'm gonna go three and a half i think that this is a beer that would benefit from being mixed down mm-hmm. with another stout. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we had like a uh, a left hand or yeah. anything, just th- a base stout. You throw that in a left hand milk stout, and I think it'd be great. It'd be delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, but I'm just saying any kind of stout to go along with the, the baseline profile to bring that aftertaste down yeah. so that it doesn't hurt at the end. Right. Yeah. I think that would bump this up back up to a five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 3.52. Okay. Not 3.52. 3.5 well. also. Right. 3.5. Tambien. <clears throat> oh, good. <laughs> uh, Support. Because of those exact same reasons. Like, my mouth is spicy. Yeah. Yeah. It's lingering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, it, it's so good going in. Not yeah. good going down. No. Mm-hmm. No. No. No, no, it's hot. I wasn't expecting like it's kind of spicy. You know, honestly, I um, I should also add into this for the listeners that I had a couple of double Spook Hill uh, IPAs. <laughs> Actually, they're not technically IPAs; they're pale ales, American pale ales. Translation: He's fucking drunk, man. I didn't have a double. I, I didn't have. A, I didn't. I, have, I, I'm just I fucking drunk, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I was trying to say is, I had two cans. Of the double Spook Hill, uh, double pale ale. Yeah. That we could have put on this podcast. I had one of them as my precast beer. Um, so he's lit. <laughs> so I'm lit. Um, but I was going to say, I was a little disappointed when you guys chose those instead of the Spook Hill mm. because I had one of those the night I bought it and I was immediately disappointed because <laughs> of. Exactly what you guys Wait, were saying. Okay, so you you were disappointed, so you bought it. No, no, no. I was disappointed after I came home with those cans. I didn't get to try it at the place. Oh, okay. So you yeah. had the one, and it was I like, was with Fuck. Ellie. We we stopped by there on the way home, picked up those because they're like super specialty, um, and then picked up the Spook Hill because I knew I liked the double Spook Hill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was immediately disappointed. <laughs> As soon as I took that first sip, because of everything you guys said, that spicy aftertaste—I don't know what it is, but it is offensive. Yeah, and it's so disappointing because again, the base beer is fantastic. I love yeah. that base flavor that they I, have going on. I do think it's cinnamon, ginger. There's a pepper in there somewhere. Yeah, there has to for be. Sure. Has to be. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what exactly it is. We can look up, you know, what the other 
uh, death rolls are in the line, but there's something in there that does not mix well and that ruins it for me. Yeah. Now I will say I agree with you guys. The the initial flavor on your palate is delicious. So for that, I will also give it a three point five. Well, all right. Three point five unanimous decision going to the Imperial Kitchen Sink Death Roll from Red Cypress Brewing Company. Yeah, this yeah. has been the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Shout out to the Double Spook Hill. And the Drunk Sports God. Shout out to Portland. Thank you for your hospitality and all your wonderful compliments to me. Oh. And thank you, the listener, for listening. Drink beer. Like, share, and subscribe anywhere that podcasts are listened to. It is free and always shall be free. Uh, have a good evening. You sons of bitches. Well, see ya. Bye. Yeah, it hurts. It does. It does. It's offensive. I'm offended.